0: Hey there and welcome to another episode of It's All Music, the music interview podcast with Kerry, Henny and Corky. Your host, The H Bomb, own Hennessy, co-hosts Mike Carey and me, Dave Cork. We're privileged to be sitting down today with a man who has many stories to tell regarding music. A Voice of Ireland finalist, a Grammy voting member, a producer, songwriter and performer, a drummer, guitarist and singer by trade, but overall a multi-instrumentalist and great frontman. A bar and venue owner running gigs and festivals, keeping music alive and well, hosting gigs at weekends and jam nights monthly, where bands new and old get a chance to meet up, take the stage and play. A man who could probably put his hand to anything when it comes to music, a man who, when left in a room with a cowboy hat, will most definitely try it on, wear it, and wear it well. Please welcome Mr. Jamie Statham.
1: Jamie, how are you? Very good. Thank you. You're here uh, in in an injured state.
2: I am. Mm-hmm. You fell. Fa- you slipped on the ice, over Chris. Slipped on the ice, and I broke the ice, and then they broke my shoulder. So, that's me.
1: That's you. That's no
2: guitar playing for a while. That's no guitar playing for a while. Which is okay, because you actually took a step back from guitar for yeah, reason. Yeah, just I, I don't know what. I, I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into it, but I don't miss it right now.
1: Yeah. So to let people know who who who, who haven't heard of Jamie, who are out there, who might be listening. Jamie has done an awful lot in uh, as a self-employed musician over the past 15 yeah, years, about 14 14 years. 14 uh, years. right? That. Um, everything from uh, or his own stuff, original stuff to theatre work to pub gigs of course like the rest of us that we'll get onto a little bit later and we'll talk about. He's done tribute shows, uh, cover bands, um, just about anything. Anything at all. And recently he has changed profession and he's taken on a venue in Cove the Paddock's bar um, part of uh, Cove Rob the Pirates rugby club and he's hosting gigs for musicians so he's gone to the other side of the the other side of the coin if you will yeah um, how's
2: that transition going um, good it's a, a massive learning curve it's a massive um, it's massively different to gigging um, You meet obstacles and issues that need to be resolved on a daily basis, but it's all part of the parcel and kind of makes me want to run the place better. Yeah. If that makes sense uh, It it certainly beats Driving to Galway And a Wednesday night In the Citroen Berlingo For 80 euros <laughs> <laughs> So That's That's uh, You kept the yeah, anti-social geez. hours
1: You kept dealing with drunk people All the things you loved yeah. From gigging And you just switched it And started serving them drink Yeah If you um, can't beat them Join them
2: job you took,
0: it on, you took it on
1: During
2: Covid didn't you We did um, We took it on it, it was actually the September We took it on before, the, it was just after the first lockdown where they were allowing the bars to open outdoor service for two weeks. So we opened for the second week of that, kind of knowing that we'd be closed again. Um, so while we were closed, we used that time to uh, modify the venue to suit what we wanted to. do. When I say we, it was myself and my brother-in-law went in at the start. and uh, We just used it to modify the venue, work on sound treatment, um, uh, upcycle furniture, clean the place up Uh, because it was closed for like six months there was nothing seven months there was nothing at all happened in there so we wanted to get the room up to kind of acceptable which it already was like but kind of um, a more vibrant kind of standard so that's what we basically just spent our time in there doing a load of DIY Paint and then cleaning and. Did you want to get into bar work? Did you want to have a bar? Uh, no, uh, it didn't cross my mind. There was a buddy of mine. We always like, we're going to take over a bar when we're older. We're going to have a bar, and I will do the music, and you will do the nightclub part of it, yeah. blah blah blah. So it was always in there. It was always in my mind that maybe eventually. But it was actually my brother in law mentioned it to me. Would you be interested in coming on board with this me and you? And inside my head, I was going, oh, no, yeah, yeah, of course, throw me in there. It was like, you know, what came around was different because I knew I was kind of going to be ahead of us in terms of like dealing with the public. And no, touch wood, 99% of our uh, issue, or not issue, sorry, our our correspondence with the public is all good. But, you know, you'll always get one. It's joys of being a pub. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only I mean. thing different, no, is that when you're a musician and you go, "Hey, bud, will you play the Greenfields of France or cut your fucking head up and yeah. bye? You're dealing with that all night. Whereas, no, you can go, Get out, leave. You yeah. actually have the power to remove them from your. you know? You can actually tell well, them to yeah. go away. So that's that's one kind of beneficiary yeah, yeah, yeah. To Super.
1: That. I've always done that.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I <did>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
1: um have you have you anything you could say that you learned gigging or skills or attributes that you needed gil, uh, gigging that have transferred to what you're doing yeah with?
2: people' skills I mean like when you're gigging um, so often you're dealing with people, who are sometimes in their worst conditions yeah. so you get used to talking yeah. to people and dealing with people when they are a certain way, if that makes sense And I wouldn't be fond of drinking but when I go at it i do go at it awful and very hard Maybe have a cigarette and then send them away or maybe talk to them for a while as opposed to leaving somebody explode have a tantrum, make a scene yeah. And i go ahead again and there will be no fucking stuff. me i take the short of any man's back Bastards so I think some people skills is probably the main um, the main part. And obviously outside of that, then the business side of things, when you're a gig and you're self you're doing your books, your accounts, in, out, whatever, it's kind of the same same side of things. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think everyone listening can relate to that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say to you, I ask everyone, Jamie, come on, uh, music, it's, it's our music podcast, so it's our main topic here, although not our only topic. I want to talk to you about your... Childhood, your infancy stage with music—not playing it, but listening to it—and what was there for you, and what was your main? I know you're a massive Metallica fan. We yes. know that. We, yeah. I know that. I think I learnt that five minutes after the first time I met you all those years ago. All right. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, as and as well as that, and you could talk about that. Obviously, what was in your house growing up? I know you come from a musical family, but what was? What do you think sparked
2: it off for you? Um, so I, I can't kind of knuckle down to one particular thing because it was, way, it was I was just surrounded, I was swamped by music, by my family and extended family when I was younger. Uh, so I was kind of, for my first few years, reared in my grandparents' house. My grandfather was a, had a baritone voice. Uh, he was in a choir. He loved his music. He also loved his music soundtrack. So I probably clicked onto that first, that when he decided to put in a videotape of The Good, The Bad, The Ugly... Nah, nah, it was we a had our, that he was listening. Uh, to. Unannounced to me, I would listening to a Fender Jazz Master plugged into a Vibro Trem, you know, turn yeah. up full. So I think that was um, that was definitely one thing. Um, my mum was a karaoke singer; uh, it was her job for a few years. While while Dan was a DJ as well, my dad, so it was it was no getting away from uh, There was just like multitudes of flight cases full of CDs and records around all the time. There was always noise coming from somewhere. My aunts were singers. Uh, it was just unescapable, really.
1: I must fill uh, Mike in. It's Dan Noonan he's talking about. Dan so Noonan. know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. yeah. gotta slip it in. Hey, 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 Dan Noonan. <laughs> County DJ
2: Carl Johnson is his dad. Right? Dan's
1: your dad. Jeez,
2: Paul. <laughs> <fuck. laughs> yeah. I should have told you this. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so Dan was just starting the company. Um, I think I, He was just starting To kind of get on his feet Around 97, 98 So I would have been Between 6 and 8 Around then um, And he had a really good Work ethic Good hustle To get D2K off the ground Like D2K started In the garage In the house we were renting Yeah In Cove And Yeah Within a matter of two years It was boom, that, o- o-
1: yeah, Only no. last week They took a load of money Off my carry For a new FBT There you go <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah. Yeah. D2K is D two K is Dan Dan's Looning company. Disco Co- Den, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy we all go to for sound and uh, did the PA at the
0: festival, mm.
1: He does the PA he did all the August walk stuff. He, you know, yeah. he's the guy that we we all can vouch for what a good. What did he start off with though?
2: His DJ. Um, he started he was a DJ, off, but that yeah. wasn't
3: the D two K was it? That was his that was his DJ name or something, was it? It was, no, it was
2: Carl Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. A DJ. No yeah. reference to GTA. Right. It's just it was just uh so like he he told me a story a few times he started off, he started D two K a lot earlier, but he started with two orange twelve inch tops that Mick Crowley gave him and he lent them to him monthly he could get up and run it. Twelve inch tops he, and so- He started with two um, passive 12 inch tops and a 200 watt power amp that's where D2K started and he just in 97 uh, late 90s no so. this was way before before then. that again so I think he just kept renting that out and renting that out and renting it out when he was new I think anyway and then he Jesus. decided right we're going we want to expand now well, but what was he doing with with that rig was he giving it to DJs was yeah, he, when he when he wasn't using it because he was actually um, training to be a hotel manager and he got friendly with one of the DJs and the DJ dragged him into the dark side and then all went and
1: you know and so, of course yeah. like table Quizzes and events and, and everything.
2: So he was on um he, he, I think, was it Saturn FM? It was the foundation of two FM before pirate radios came out of the dark and said we are pirate radios and they all got licences. Right. So he would have been involved a fair bit um, in the early days of that. He used to do um, he used to do the weather actually. There's a great audio clip kicking around, and he used to do a show called Afternoon Delight. Go away. So, <laughs> so they used to play it. going fan baby,
0: gonna that. hold a <laughs> tie, gonna <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, It's pity he didn't have the Anchorman version at the it's time. The you know? Yeah. So that was his show. Um yeah, so he just kinda constantly expanded from there but yeah, I think it was around ninety eight, he just said, Right, we're going for it. And he did. he, and he did. He really did, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He got stuck in. So he uh, worked very long hours, long days for a long time. And um, I think it's paid him so a dividend. You though, must so. have had You must have had gigging musicians in and out of your house from an early age. You must have had like yeah, rigors, we riggers, sound engineers, yeah. just as common practice. We would have. And table. like even when I was younger, when what we called the lock-up, which was his first warehouse, we dragged, come on, we're going to put a lock-up. And, uh, and even Becca says to me at home all the time, like, you know every road in Cork from travelling the van with Dan when I was younger, like, seven or eight, come on, get into the van and we're going out to skibberine there to whip a PA out and yeah. we're going to stop an inch standing in the way home we'll get something to eat in and then we have to go to you know, Bandon and then we'll go home then so that was your whole day on the Sunday sometimes you know? go away yeah, yeah. yeah and you got a good training on sound and stuff too I don't well like you, you know the, the majority of the time that I would have been exposed to sound engineers via Dan was Mossy Connery Massey, yeah. Yeah. So, and then Massey in front of the big fucking an analogue desk, the big rack full of compressors and gates and, you know, oh, feedback the destroyers. Stuff, and, yeah. he's, you know, Mossy'd be mumbling away to himself and he'd be yeah. kind of half telling you what he's doing but half telling you what he's not doing.
1: Yeah. And yeah. He, he
2: always said to me, what I'm not doing is more important than what I'm doing. Yeah, and you'd so, listen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: That's so on analogue to Nothing digital These like massive like Six yeah. foot Midas boards yeah. Do you know if They're like
2: boats Yeah you know? every strip Is something like DS yeah. or, uh, yeah. or An analogue um, Compressors yeah, yeah so Yeah it would have been Mainly kind of mossy And there was a few Other engineers as well Throughout the years But the, like the engineering Was something that I never Just never had any I wouldn't say any interest in But I never Yeah I want to do that It was yeah. just from Accumulating kind of like the feed or the feed on AK is killing my ears there lads turn that off and it was only from listening to guys and watching what they were doing with the graphic watching that line of knobs and oh that frequency is killing my ears the next thing yeah. you'd see them both and you're like ah that's yeah. where it's coming from and the, the usual rule they always had about dipping four, 400 hertz you know yeah here's, what it, yeah here's what it's like let's boost it yeah. so when I start today, uh, like using desk, so I was like I want this to sound away in my head so I'd fuck around with the equaliser Until I could get it Whatever oh, I sounded And I was always like Pushing shit up Pushing shit up Yeah And then When I went to college Rupert uh, McCarthy McMurrow, No no Put your graphic back flat Start taking the shit out there yeah. Take it out yeah. Keep the graphic flat Take it out And it's actually Subtracting as opposed to adding Yeah you always say why, why, why would you add When you can
1: cut Yes yeah, always yeah. cut before yeah. adding like,
3: yeah. So why do gang Put the smiley face In the graphic Before That's you plug it literally in literally
1: Somebody ah. said to someone Once yeah. in a pub I'd imagine <laughs> You have to make it A smiley face Clear. I don't know what I I you I do you s- with them. You make right? How you
0: scoop the mids? Which <laughs> yeah, so the mids are
3: the same. The rest of it's just gone up a bit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. I only started flattening mine about a year ago. Yeah, completely so yeah, why flat, am I putting flat. Putting flat. A poking up the ends of it. Like? I don't
2: know. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time over the last two weeks, um, obviously laid up at this, um, looking through fairly extensive guitar rigs on YouTube, and if I look at some of my most <laughs> favourite guitar players like James Heffield Di McDarrell, that that smiley face pattern is actually the opposite way around yeah they're pulling off yeah. the, the, the by the time you kick your compressor in and it's chopping all those mid frequency down it's kind of, it's more or less bringing it back to life and like if you look at Dimebag's um, his pattern on the, the 6 band um, MXR blue uh, EQ pedal that he used it's actually the opposite of a smiley face yeah. and Master Puppets where they used the preamp from um, a Mesa Boogie Mark III into the power amp of a JCM 800 hmm. uh, the EQ on the JCM is actually it's all mid boost Sorry, no, to not open. Did you say Dimebag had a nine band or a six band? He did a six band MXR. I have that. Uh, blue. Do really yeah,
1: you have one as well? They only stopped
2: making them about five, six years ago. They have yeah. a silver one now, which is yeah. the same thing. There like was a one. black
1: one in between. Was there? Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. have the blue yeah. one, yeah. There yeah. I know. So, so no. I'm yeah. as good as Dimebag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is kind of kept uh, in stuck in multiple different kind of facets of music Yeah Like I remember you as well as being a bandmate of mine in August Walk you were doing the pub stuff and you were doing theatre work multifaceted kind of stuff like fingering a lot of pies you were teaching kids in the cuartus and stuff like that Yeah Um, Now that you're out of the kind of full-time self-employed musician you have more time to kind of do the stuff that you Want to do, don't you? You kind of, yeah, the more niche stuff that you're not worried about getting hugging people yeah. for, like. like,
2: at the moment, there now it's just like maybe five to six months before COVID kicked in, I was just like, oh my god.
1: I remember you were, I can't
2: believe thing. I have to put a PA in the Jeep, drive to a venue, play terrible songs, be fucking abused for two hours by why don't you know any Cliff Richard. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm here to make money. I don't enjoy what I'm doing. I'm here to make money. I might play five songs that you like and you might spend a whole night arguing with me and you finish up with five hundred miles and we'll be best friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this shit. But didn't you shit. do an
0: all Metallica night in Bat Murphy's?
2: <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah! 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 Yo! And you know what In fairness to him, Like they had uh, Metallica Live in Slaying On the TVs uh, Fergus had a place a rocking Like <laughs> I you know and, uh, Which song was it um, uh, Damage Incorporated In Bat Murphy's On the acoustic guitar <laughs> Never been done And I remember There was these Just two women And they just turned around And went yo oh! Walked out oh, the door. Brilliant. brilliant,
1: brilliant. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it's great. It's a brave. It was a good night. It. You did it. You did the stuff you didn't like doing, but you'd had enough of it. Then. I remember you telling me towards the end uh, you were going to gigs and you were like, "Are you off?" You said to me. I said, "Yeah, I'm not doing anything." Like, "Should come with me?" And I said, Jamie I was drinking at the time. I'll end up. I get pissed. Like, I'd burn your ear off on the way home." He said like, "Oh, what are the band tonight? What genre are they?" He says, "At least there'll be
2: something." Yeah did you hear the pub gigging oh like. fucking hell for the last year it was just torture for me for really? me yeah. like do I, I, you know and that's a personal thing it's me how long were you doing it Jim oh I don't know I don't know it was just a blur to me so I think um, I'd start the gigging in on my own anyway solo maybe 2012 2011 started is that it yeah, yeah. Because I was gigging the bands up up yeah. until that and falling in here and there and falling with the college. I was still kind of in college as well doing music. Um, so were you on your own playing the pubs then? Yeah. From, 12 and from Yeah. From, from then onwards I started the solo stuff. I didn't go all in though but maybe for the last three or four years of doing solo stuff it was all in. That was the it main was, project. It was all in because
1: yeah. I was booking a yeah. heavy section of what you were doing. Yeah. And they loved you, like.
2: Yeah, and again, like me hating it was a personal thing. It had nothing to do with the places that I was playing, well, mainly, but like the amount of publicans I met and still great friends would have a crack yeah. with it. And they're calling out to me you now as well down in in, in the paddock, so brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. It was great for networking. And I suppose you've seen things there and experienced great situations that you wouldn't have done if I wasn't out gigging, you know. know. But the last year of it there was uh, maybe two years. I was just kind of silent about it. It was like shut your mouth, go get paid, come home, and do, you just know, start repeat. Yeah, get up, yeah. eat, go. You know, was it the songs you had to sing? Do you think? Um, I can't complain about that too much because I had a very liberal set, if that makes sense. Kind uh, of Ramstein, yeah. So <laughs> oh, was that in the mix? Was yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Every gig. Um, Every gig, I'd say. Yeah. So I'd I'd push the ah, I'd push the Jesus. barrier as much as I could without a okay. public and haggling with me not to get paid because you played two hours of Metallica, if that makes sense. So I would keep pushing the boundaries. Until I was said, oh, Jimmy. That's is, Jimmy. Know, that's
3: very good. Like cause that's um, a lot of music- musicians. would pander to the crowd and the the barman. Like to yeah. to kind of stick to your guns is good. But
2: I, I did that. Farris. I did that for the first three or four yeah. hours of and solo, and I was like, oh, I need to do this now and I need to open with Sweet Home Alabama and fucking whatever else. And and would
0: you start off? Yeah. Would you give them like? Would you tell them that starting off? Like I went to see the Hollies the other night, and they they start their gig going right. There's no Ed Sheeran. There's yeah. no yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't. It? Not go. He just doesn't. Just fucking yeah.
1: Jamie. Jamie, Ramstein. Yeah, first song. Has played Fade to Black by Metallica at every gig I've ever seen him play. Whether it was in Fins and Balamacorda. Or if it was in Counties in the city Just after Joe Mack But That said You must encounter people Then they come up And go Jeez that oh, yeah. was brilliant Do you know when you find that one, person, yeah. that one person That
2: one person One leg down the back of the that's all, all you did, up like, your ass My, my regular gig Was yeah. Counties in the city It was most Thursdays I could get in there I'd, I'd play and like Jesus the staff They were outstanding And Jamie the manager And the old manager Fergal Fergan as well We had great crack up there but you're dealing with um, a very, very, uh, very demographic of tourists, and de factor in the city, it could be everyone and anyone. So the local crew making the boys Journey, Def Leppard, ACDC—that was all cool to me. I was happy with that. And then you'd be out there kind of looking. And sometimes I wanted to manipulate the crowd. I'd look at it. Unfortunately, I look at the table in the corner and go, "These aren't going to enjoy this gig here tonight." And I'm actually worried about the people who are going to enjoy it. I'm going to get rid of them. Yeah. So mm. I'd tune my guitar down to like drop C <laughs> acoustic guitar. Jeremy
1: <laughs> <now.
2: laughs> <Yeah. laughs> behind the bar going, <gasps> <laughs> but then people outside would hear that and they'd stick their head and going, What the fuck is going on in here? And you draw, you might get rid of like 10, but you might draw 30 in and they're like, yeah, Do you know And it'd be Alice in Chains, Nirvana, mm-hmm. Slipknot, Trivium. No batters. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> you know, and an acoustic guitar. Yeah, in, yeah in, but Jamie yeah. has yeah, I the fucking heard voice right? to do. Like, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no offense, no Mike but if we were you today, <laughs> I, I we fucking would fucking get, get away with it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Jamie's wrong. one of the ones I we used to do a session me and Jamie in banners on a Wednesday night. Uh, some <laughs> was here as well. It used to be great, but you see, in a, in a session, as I've said here before, a session's great. You can do what you want. It's yeah, not a yeah. gig environment. Yeah, 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 And I used to find myself when he'd be singing something. I used to find myself, you know, just listening and even forget, forget I was playing. Like you know, you know that you kind of have to ask yourself is that. And then it was nice
0: would come in with a fucking banjo
1: that you found in a bin. Uh, he came I in with Les Paul one time, and it was the. Did you ever see um? Uh, what's, what are three Canadian fellas there's a kind of mockumentary of the, the trailer park boys did you Boy. ever see it? this was like something they designed right it had flames
2: you know the actual flames I Remember onto I, I remember, uh, it
1: I remember I did you buy that
2: no it was a, there's a guy in Cove um, he's a really nice guy uh, Sean he um, he's kind of like in his 50s, but uh, collecting guitars is okay. a project for him, and he's yeah. a massive um, collection, huge, some really good stuff. And everybody thought, remember after picking this up there, go out and play it with that for fuck's sake? I want to hear what it sounds like because he wouldn't be like the best players, you know. He's really okay. into the mechanisms of a guitar, the aesthetics, uh, how it operates, you know, the action, the setup, the the, the shielding. He's that's his thing. Okay. and he might plug it in, play his four chords, perfect, moving put on, it next put it guitar. back on the wall Yeah, next yeah. guitar. So Sunny. over the last, Jesus, since I known him, he'd always come on to me. Come remember after getting whatever in. Can you bring it out and give it a strum? I want to hear what it sounds like. I want to hear what it sounds like, dirty and clean and crunch. So uh, that was one of his uh, flames. It was on a, it. an Epiphone custom special with like flames on it and three pickups. Yeah, <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, class. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Like, why, why not? Like, why not? You like, why not? Yeah, yeah. You know why not? Well, he'd
0: come in the next week then. It, Banners was every Wednesday, and he might come or you know a couple yeah. of weeks later. He'd come in with the fucking banjo. Yeah, and a tin and, whistle. And <laughs> have, yeah, we'd have a great
3: fucking session I would right. be able to play
2: all that stuff so but yeah. Yeah. I don't it's bluffing and you know like people say how the name of Christ you pick up a bass and a guitar and then you sit down and bluff the keys it all comes back to my training in Cove Com band in 2000 and s- is it even no, 2000 or 1998 that's yeah. where it comes back to John Crowley in a prefab and Clashamira these are your arpeggios, and I was there at the time going, fuck off. Do you know? I was playing the U, I started on the cornet, moved to Uphonium. You have to do arpeggios, arpeggios are the way. Here's your treble clef, here's the bass clef. And he actually taught me the bass clef first, do you know? Because I often said to him, when I'm older, I'm getting a guitar, that's that. But he's like, your low note on the guitar is actually E. Yeah. So I'm going to teach you the bass clef first because the bottom note on the bass yeah. clef is actually E. But we will have to move the treble clef, where we'll start with C. Um, so it all comes back to understanding arpeggios, and that's the way I think it is in my head. You could have a music expert now go, no, Jamie, you're actually phrasing this wrong, but in my head anyway, it's everything is arpeggiated. You're just combining arpeggiated notes to make chords. Yeah. That, that's my, my moral outset with it. And when I went to college, I I had no music theory for, like I don't know, eight years before that. Uh, Ursula O'Sullivan in, in, uh, in Stefan Eiffel, She threw threw me straight into cycle fifths. Cycle of fifths is important. Straight in. And I was like, Ursula, I'm on your first year. She's like, No, you'll be grand. Just drive on. Like, can you remember arpeggios? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, well, just drive on. You'll be fine. You'll be alright. Just chuck in with it. You know, start with C. Work your way around the number line. Work your way around the circle. Either do it you Did you make a little cut out kind of a circle thing with No, it, she just, she gave me one. Like, she gave you one and yeah. she here's two formats. You can do it as a line where you start with zero and you have like your minus one for F and your flats mm. or whatever, and then pluses are all your sharps. And uh, you can do it that way, or you can do it the circle. So I I thought the number line would be easier. Turns out I know now it wasn't. So Something. I learned it the hard way. And then I memorized the... the uh, how would I say? I memorized the relative minors of yeah. every major key in my head yeah. as opposed to relying on the wheel. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's just... That's just where and I then am it really. just became memory, just so became second. If I can nation. like see a C in the piano, I'll know where to find the E and G. So I'll get my yeah. C card and I'll be able to add a, like a um You can flatten the B flat in if I want to make it a seventh. So it's like building bricks of Lego. Yeah. And I think if you're taught how to build those build those bricks of Lego properly, um I don't think it should be an obstacle for anyone. Mm. What Fuck age were you, you when you learned the cage system on the guitar? Um I didn't. I still don't, you know, still don't know. Not fucking white So you're white, more dinner.
1: of a theory actually learning what you're doing than a shapes guy. You're more of a notes guy.
2: Um, no, right now I'm neither, because I'm not playing yeah, either. Yeah. or But I would have approached it more by actually by ear, to be honest with you. Right. Trying to recognise things by ear. to. So like when um, I was listening to a lot of Van Halen when I was 16, when I was actually able to play guitar quite well, and I would often try to keep my ear off for thirds, fifths and sevenths. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought, right, here's the scale. We're going to go one to eight. If I can ear off threes, five and sevens, I you need can do to do a triad of any chord. Yeah, I need to worry about bluffing two fours and sixes. If that makes sense, yeah. Do maybe to them. So that that it was does, my yeah. that was my mindset. So I started with we're straight in, or not in the middle, but where I need to find them um, uh, note five in this in this key. Ba, 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 ba. I needed to find that five so I could know where the middle of, let's say, my scale was when I'm noodling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So everything either before that five or after that five is where my bluff started, and then I started bluffing, uh, trying to looking for three next, then and then seven, and then uh, I probably should have went for seven so I could understand theory in a better way, so I could uh, basically go down the road of picking off Beatles chords if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, yeah, just just kind of the way I approach instruments. Anything rhythmical then is all by ear I have no music theory Whatsoever When it comes to drumming Or playing the bongos Or fucking baiting about I haven't a clue It's I just a feel yeah, like, is it Just go in Get stuck in out. What key we are Not what key we are, what, key we are lads. what time signature are we in And even sometimes They'll ask what key we are in if we're playing music Because I often have to go To the bass player C sharp C sharp Which bass
1: player <laughs> With <who? laughs> What do you mean bass player Are you on about Someone specific Come here. It's a sensitive subject I, yeah. I didn't realize that you um, went to Colosseumira. The last gig I did with you was the Mirror Dibs. Oh yeah, that. that's yeah. right. Yeah, so that yeah. was your own school. I was was there yeah, two that own teachers yours there? Some of them were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My teachers are really good to me in school because I, I think as soon as I hit fourth year, I lost zero. I had like no interest in academia anymore, and I was actually doing okay up until that because I had the Jackson, uh, Randy Rhodes v. And I fucking knew Where B flat was yeah. And that was like I have a new life now That's all you, you know? needed Yeah That's when, all it was When, did, when did you um, Realise you could sing um, I still don't realise I can if that makes sense I hate singing Like even with a, Go on Jamie, will you do that? I'm like really Like, Do you want to Do you want to listen to me Why would you want to Listen to me sing I can fucking play And justice for all Why can't, yeah. In my head That's what I'm saying To yeah. myself right, yeah. Do you know I, Like, And it, it's probably An ego thing I can I can like fucking shred the guitar there and the, why, why do you wanna hear me sing when I can do that for you instead? But you know then it's the it's the moral compass of how people perceive music from the outside of a musician's head. You know, and yeah. I, I don't understand that very well because I get very uh, fidgety, especially at home. Like there could be something on the radio, I'm like, Oh no, listen to that bridge. Yeah. Why are <laughs> they doing that? And then i start tapping on the counter. This is what they should be doing tonight. No. so yeah, it's like I don't have a very good Understanding of music outside of my own head it's probably an ego thing yeah. I don't compliment myself for it but I don't knock myself down for it either if that makes sense that's kind of just the way I am because yeah. you, you've seen me at gigs before do you know, like if the sound is a what the fuck is going yeah. on here, go up and tell him to do that, go oh, yeah. leave me up to him there. I'm yeah. going up on stage, like fidgeting him with other people's amps, and they're kind of looking at me, going, about two minutes later, then when they give you the wink, that's when you know, oh, I'm safe. No, I don't yeah. know, I'm not going to get shot here. <laughs> like, you know? Can
3: you listen to a bit of music then without a kind of a critical 100%, ear? 100%. Yeah. You can. Oh, I love Just it. let it wash over yeah. you and enjoy um, it. Um,
2: the less I play music, the more I can do that. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of enjoying that, picking up a guitar or a drum kit or whatever every day. Yeah. Do you know, I like, especially since things open back up um, from. Covid, I actually enjoy going out listening to bands who make loads of mistakes because I'm not listening to them as intensely as I would, and I see they're enjoying themselves. and am like, Yeah, that's that's the ticket, yeah. they're having yeah. a good time. you're
0: doing every month or something? Or?
2: Yeah, kind of loosely. Who, up, have you up, you had, up, up, who have you had out? Who have you had in the pub? Jesus, I, I loads. Yeah. It's you know, kind of an open, it's so band, band night, it's more, open. Yeah. And you know what? Like we find with it, it's, it's it wouldn't it used to be the first hours of everyone, but stuff could be on in the club. There could be like a meeting, or there could be yeah. something on the pitch or training or whatever. So we're kind of ducking and diving in and out of that. But like you could have such a random crew come in, you could have like this fourteen year old girl show up with acoustic guitar and make everyone cry in the room. Yeah. And was. then and then an hour later you could have like the lads from Cove to Lassa playing trash metal. Ah, uh, we must know? talk
1: about this band. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a band in Cove that played the regatta this year. We heard, you know, um the, the Hollies were playing it, and after us, Punches Pilot and the Nail Drivers' great name, uh ska band from Cork, ska punk covers band, with their own original stuff as well. Yeah, you must check. Ian them. Walsh, Ian Walsh is legend, bent, right? And we were on, we were on first. We were on at seven. Nail Drivers were on at nine. And the organizer of it uh, rang me and said, "Listen, there's a local band on before it. And we were thinking, oh, what's, what's going on here, right? The boys, right?" The, it, it, Paula Halloran's son, we'll, we'll get on and we'll talk about O'Sheen yeah, in yeah. a bit, but just oh, the yeah. band as a whole, right? It's O'Sheen. O'Sheen is in this band, oh, right? Oh, yeah. They had the white trainers, the skinny jeans, right? One of them had a bandana and a pair of aviators on a Metallica t-shirt. Clean. and Another one had... like they, ha- they were dressed as a trash metal band. They're a trash metal band, right? Yeah. And they didn't dilute it one fucking bit, right? <laughs> they got up on the stage. They did fucking masterful puppets. They did it and they rocked. Like, they yeah. were brilliant.
0: They're
1: fuck. all O'Sheen's yeah. only seventeen, isn't yeah, seventeen. 17? No, yeah. I tell you, no. We we'll talk about O'Sheen for a second, right? Uh, all, all of us here, except for Mike, maybe. Play, did you ever play in Ryan's and Cove? No, never done that. So Rhines is a big <coughs> the they, family who owned it. The Hamlons They live in the pub, and it's a, he, Paul himself is. A, big into music He's loves big his music, music loves his blues he loves, loves his rock that's his thing if 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 he didn't like it you wouldn't be playing there it's yeah. not if the crowd like it if Paul's impressed the gig will go ahead if he doesn't fancy it it yeah. won't go on that's it now his son I remember when me and Dots were playing in there with 10 years or whatever we, we were and I remember Oshin coming down in his pajamas like. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. see the bands. Yeah, you know he's meant yeah. to be in bed. Look, come down there. He was you know, eight or nine or whatever. A right? Touch, right? Jesus attached yes. So we're still continuing the gig. I didn't see Oshin in a couple of years, and next thing this lad arrives down, fifteen years of age, poker straight hair, long hair, and an Ibanez gym. <laughs> right? And the guy can shred.
2: Like a motherfucker, like a motherfucker, he
1: can play. And what happened was, he started jamming with all the bands that were coming into the pub. You know, just you know, we'd always say, "Bring our Shane out and he didn't. He didn't. You play with him, like I know he gets a lot of help from Paul Hannon it was being a real yes. mentor to him. And Big Paul Han and he's a a, 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 a a great ambassador for music in Cove. He'll support an he is, awful lot of youngsters. He and,
2: is um, a massive role model for a lot of kids in Cove, and he gives them the best possible start and foundation they can have a they music can, yeah. with a very realistic approach yeah uh, uh, no bullshit tolerance type of thing this is the way it is and he's practical you know, very he's, practical he says to me he, uh, you know he says, um, says to me
1: like, yeah he needs to get out playing with fellas now and sure enough he was out playing yeah. and it was like but, and, but then again how much more support could you get than Paula Halloran himself and the supporters? absolutely yeah. Unreal, yeah. unbelievable and Gemma as well Gemma's genius Gemma, mum yeah, is yeah. just
2: like I mean she's the one flying them to bloody Metallica all over Europe the, and fi- the, Philippines, the
1: Philippines last month yeah. in um, uh, who was playing Guns N' Roses in the Philippines or something was it or, yeah. Yeah. Singapore sorry yeah yeah
2: Oh he wasn't dating yet yeah, for that. It was
1: the next
0: week And she said he wanted to go to it But um. Oh That's, I know She tell you no, she right said that, that, that,
2: was, that was the best night out I ever have in Cove Yeah uh, Two weeks ago there uh, The 30th Friday the 30th Oh my god There's it a band A
1: Pantera tribute band Based me. in Cove Called the Cove
2: Boys from Hell Would you go yeah They're just unreal They, they are We were saying On the way down in the car They're better than the current Pantera <laughs> They are fucking <laughs> But we're daily they boys They are fucking so good like, they're as you heard it It's like you're getting fucking. It's starting yeah. Now oh, this is awesome are these, these are all Cove boys oh, uh, yeah. Two of them Are, are, are brothers Aren't yeah, they uh, Three of them Are Cove lads And then there's Enda guitar player Um, he, I think he's from kind of North Cork He's a
1: freaking he He's is from is. Sp- He's from space He's not a human at all <laughs> <laughs> He
2: was fucking
1: Brilliant And uh, If you're out there If you're listening boy, yeah. Come down and give us Some of that juju Because it is good Are they just playing Around Cove over there
2: uh, no, <laughs> That's not of, enough of Americans. <laughs> I don't think the demographic of Cove is big enough. Jesus. For... They hadn't
1: played in Cove in, in eight years. or around the country. They only play, play Dublin
2: and, and, and a few bits, couple you know. of gigs a year. Like, And they're
1: yeah. a Pantera tribute, tribute band. End the, end the fucking you know, story. End of fucking story. If you're in going your to their face. gig, you're getting loud Pantera covers on it and nothing else. You know? <laughs> they're playing in the pub. They're fucking blown away
0: Playing in this pub in Cove, and me and Jason were in the pub directly behind, behind the, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, attached
1: from behind and So you were probably getting the, the waft of the yeah. sub I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you
0: went into the jacks, like, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> the whole pub was shaking. It was Ooh. fucking... Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was killer. It was. But you know what I love, Lens? I love it when... not so- Outside of tribute bands, this is- but you know when a band is niche. It's specific. Like we talked about the Nail Drivers there. They're a cover band that does punk and ska. Hmm. If you don't like punk and ska, fuck off. Go somewhere else. That's the way music is meant to be. This crack of these wedding bands doing the same 30 songs in every pub in Cork every Saturday night. That's a relatively new thing. That's only around the past 10 years. Yeah, about 10
2: years. Yeah, You know, Before
1: that, you had, oh, they're a rock band. But they're a pop band Or they're a funk band And
0: dare you go up and ask for
1: fucking do you know Don't go up and ask fucking A, a, a funk band for Bon Jovi Because you're fucking stupid if that's, you do
2: That's one thing that really Really And I mean really Got on my fucking tits when I was gigging So like I played in a U2 tribute band For four years with Brino Glamby Bono The real Bono by the way Just for the
1: lads there uh, in, uh, About I don't know About eight years ago On New Year's Or sorry April Fools Day That's first, right First of April A band appeared on the top of Blackpool Shopping Centre, right? And the word came out on the radio that you two are playing on top of Blackpool Shopping Centre and fucking hundreds of people showed up but it was an April Fool's joke. Hundreds of, pe- hundreds of people, including Dot Tobin. They said the lads picked me up and I didn't know was I getting fucking murdered or right? <laughs> what. Was, who was driving for a delivery crowd at the time, heard on the radio that fucking you two were playing on the roof Blackpool Shopping Centre, said fuck work, I'm not missing that, went down, watched them for fucking 40 minutes or something, right? Were you playing guitar that day? No. no. <laughs> watched them for half an hour. I went back to work and said they were brilliant. and Still thought it was you two. He didn't but know it the, none the I so wouldn't have like, known either. That like the, lads, either. the lads all
2: look like you too. That's it. Fuck t- me. You'd want to be some <laughs> blind fucker to think I'm. You're going to go away with CB as being the edge. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but they,
1: that was the band. That that band. Uh, the name Jamie. Uto is it Utopia? Utopia. Utopia, yeah, Utopia yeah. is Brian O'Glanby they their the best U2 tribute band they are, in the country. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: I think did Brian did he sing on one of those songs we did during COVID? Was it? Yeah. He would did, have done, Yeah. He did. Yeah. And you know, he would have.
2: He edited the yeah. video for yeah. it yeah. he did the video as well Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. remember Bono in the group Bono, yeah, that's, that's brave yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah And
1: he, he can do that. He has the rage yeah.
2: But that you, was the thing with like with the, with Going back to that But what you're, bothered you you, you, you you two tribute band You're on stage You're 12 songs in, right? Mm-hmm. You're 12 songs in It's all been you two Someone comes up to the stage and go, Come here do you know you'd be 40 at all, no? I know, I know. Oh. And, and do you know what? My, yeah. To my flaw, right? I was too nice for the first couple of years. Eh? Oh, Jesus, no. Sorry about that. Were you two should be banned. Oh, really? Right. Why, why are you doing that? I, do you know what? Instead of going, I'm in the middle of a gig here, I'm at work. Will you fuck off? Later? <laughs> yeah, day? yeah. Do you know yeah, what? Yeah. I, and, I'd just, and then I'd pass it off. And like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave him yeah. off and it's like... And, and, but it around. happened every you, night
3: If you're in a pub Are you in a pub scene there Or are you in, are you in yeah. a venue You're in a pub scene Yeah, yeah. You're, you're f- in a pub you're scene fucked there, so like Fucking a, hell Just people like, they're,
1: yeah.
2: yeah You're and a, just it, there like, As a byproduct Of what's going on you're Sometimes on you got so much of it It was reckoned for the people Who were genuinely enjoying it And they they were the people Who in my head I always hoped They were happiest You know That these people are enjoying this So we need to drive it on And then you have someone Coming up then And slowing things down And stopping the show Because That's a disgrace bye. You need to learn a few songs Nobody will speed back And whatever you're going to Fucking new two tribute band, go next door. To the, yeah. you know? Tis the wind.
3: The
1: wind. To Whoa, it are you back? No, just before we go back, I'm going to have this dairy milk. What? Will
3: you fix your mic? You're
0: fucking. When you talk this way, bring it. Sorry.
1: No, no, look. That's not that juicy. You eat your dairy milk. There's no time. <laughs> There's no time for the dairy milk. <laughs> yeah. Any oh, mad you know stories that. from the road, Jam? Do you know what I've just? I Many remember. you can tell anyway.
2: I have a lot like but you know even off the top of my I'm terrible at picking things off the top of my Beck would often say to me at home like what's your favourite I'm sitting there looking at her for 10, 15 minutes going I don't know I could give you 15 but I can't give you one yeah 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 you know yeah um, yeah, too many things I suppose like I don't know the night Michael Jackson died
3: yeah
2: I was asleep inside uh, a case for a Gibson Explorer in a Mercedes Vito on top of the roof in a castle in France with Bono. Nowhere. Yeah. Pff, fucking hell. Do you know when people say, where were you the night? Like jack- I actually remember, because I remember waking up going, Bono, why did we get a fucking b and We should have got a fucking b and My back is broke, you know? Because um, it was the first, like when we did that like European thing, the tour, or permanent holiday, as you call it. Uh, it was our first night. so we fill, were trying- Fill us in and on what that was. So myself and Brian, um, when I was in the U2 tribute, um, ended up getting in there with uh, event travel. So, you two would have played at venues all over Europe and we would have played at like a pre party for the fans, their extra few bobbing the ticket. And you know, right, uh, so we did that and then we would have went to see you two and then come back and do another hour on every leg of their tour. No, 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 no. it was kind of like select gigs, what, whatever. Like, there was some uh, stadium stuff they were playing, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been suitable, so sort of like Barcelona, Rome, etc. you know? So, we played them. Uh, so, we started in a Barcelona. Uh, ended up back at Barcelona And we then had a couple of weeks Where like Do you know what The ferry isn't for another month Or no The ferry isn't for another few days It was longest lines anyway What will we do We're in Barcelona And Brian was like I actually started The U2 tribute In uh, Alba Fiera, The Algarve And I was like well, What are we away Seven, eight hours About eight or nine hour drive yeah. Let's go yeah. Easy for me to say I wasn't driving at the time yeah. So I was in the van with Brian I uh, drove fucking balubas inside the van because I slept for a lot of it. Hey, wake up! Look at the beautiful mountain Look, at the, look <laughs> at the Pyrenees! That you know we were driving through the hotbed. Right, there was one time we, um, we were driving. Is it was the Pyrenees. It is the Pyrenees, South France, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't know. I think it's the Pyrenees. We we're driving up the Pyrenees anyway. Let's say they're the Pyrenees. The mountains in between France and Spain. And there was a mine blast on the hills, so the the road literally goes up over the mountain. We were stuck in traffic while they it's were clearing.
0: An and Dora yeah, it would yeah. have been. We
2: yeah. stopped in Andorra for something to eat about twenty minutes before this Tax happened. Tax-free haven. Yeah. So there was a mine blast and a blue load of rubble onto the road, and we were stuck in traffic. And it was like the best like few hours we ever had because everyone got out of the car. It was like thirty-two degrees. You couldn't stay in the car. It was too fucking hot. Like I just got chatting to people from other countries. The Qatar came out. Great, great crack. Great time. Mm-hmm. It was just a. Jeez, we weren't expecting this. You know, it was just a random. It's lovely. Yeah. In a very beautiful setting. Yeah. You know, up the mountains, the animals everywhere, sound of nature, planted. Nothing going on. to have such a knowledge
1: of kebab houses in this country. Yeah, that's me. And I'd walk into the kebab shops with Jamie, and it could be in Skibberine, <laughs> right? It could be a you go, yeah, oh, Come on, will we go for a kebab before the gig? All right, Jamie. Let's not go into fucking that one up. The second one up is where we have to go. The fucking first one is shit. It's like, how do you even know? Like, okay. you know, up the road anyway, and we'd walk in. Uh, we'd walk into a cabaret. It could be anywhere, random spot, uh, anywhere in the fucking county, country. Uh, all right, Jamie, all right, Abdul, Just come on there, you know, what I did it Jesus Christ. So he knew, and, mm-hmm. and there's a, I'd say, you know, you were talking about uh, your favourite things, you could definitely pick your favourite kebab, because he he knows the spots. Like. <laughs> well, I'll tell a, you
2: now, right, my favourite kebab is actually from a place not open, and lo and behold, it actually came from Cove. There was a place in Cove about... I think they closed in two thousand and eight. It was called a good food corner. On was top that of Hill. was that Alex's
1: place before no. he came to No.
2: Kevin Power this place. So the guy in there didn't really know how to do kebabs. So yeah. he did his own thing. Yeah. Mother of God tonight. I used to tradition. call them babies in tin file. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the last one you brought me to was two days getting over it. It was like <laughs> you needed two hands to hold this <laughs> and there was no fucking way you were going to finish it. I think it's the only item of food that I can ever think. I can never finish that. That
1: last one nearly killed me. It was after that
2: gig we did. We did
1: that. Dave's. Yeah, and we went to... And we were hungry, so we drove into town from Vienna Woods, and we went back into town. Spice
2: Poison spice root. The and spice root. Yeah. On the Christmas character. Adela. Adela, he's the kitty way. <laughs> See you on a spit. It's another and place. All right,
1: Jamie, all right, Adela, two kebabs yeah. there, please. Yeah, savage. Love it. Yeah, And savage. they do
2: great uh, onion baggies as well. I love them. And the love mango dressing. That's a prerequisite for a good kebab. That was it. It was awesome. <laughs> A mango. What was it? Uh, a mango drink, wasn't it? I've been with. You. No, it
1: wasn't. You weren't meant to drink it. I think it was a sauce. But you drank it. <laughs> like,
2: yes. Yeah, so what? What?
1: What? I put in it. What classifies a good kebab to a bad kebab? I
2: don't know. Like I'm, a, I'm a, a, an all uh, no farm, all harm guy. No fucking <laughs> lettuce or onions. <laughs> Just fuck. Would you be well? Who? Uh, what sick fucker came up with putting lettuce and onions into a kebab? <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's so, just to take the fucking look off of those, <laughs> Not
2: at all It's the best Meat and sauce That's my motto That's what I love It will probably catch up on me In my older years But fuck it I'm enjoying it now Meat and sauce um, The bread then What's the bread Is it a pizza doesn't or something? matter Is this I, gotta be no, just, It's covered in sauce You're not going to taste it So it doesn't matter <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's yeah, only Come on the, Jamie yeah. There's places
3: they
0: fucking make them there fresh was, was You can't great, just do um, them in a wrap like.
2: There was a great place in the all There a few years ago I don't think they're there anymore Called I Love Kebab <laughs> Are we like was, <laughs> no,
0: this, was this
2: gigging that you
0: or is it like Oh uh,
1: you... man, he would go to a gig and I'd go with him and he'd go Fucking are you looking forward to the gig, Jamie? No, nah, couldn't give a shit about that To us. We'll go up to your man and I love kebab after all. <laughs> I love kebab. Not even kebabs. <laughs>
2: I love kebab. I love kebab. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, was a real deal. Singler, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That for me was often the best part about gigging and cover bands was uh, just what, what were we doing afterwards? Do you know? Even if it's yeah. only for fifteen minutes, yeah. Going to hillbilly's and then you'd knock heads with other bands, getting something to eat, and you're kind of going to you know what this isn't as bad as I'm building Enough to me, in my head.
1: Yeah, sure. fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah is a There's a guy with a kebab shop in Middleton, Alex. So-so plus uh, so kebabs. is called Gusta He's a gentleman and. When Jamie joined August Walk, I was like oh, Jamie's into his kebabs And Dotson's like Yeah yeah he likes him Do you know what we'll do now After the banners We'll, we'll bring him over to Alex's place We'll get him a kebab See what he takes the of the So we walked over After we walked over to the door And Alex went Jamie how's it going? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, uh- you know? I think one so of my favourite gigs I ever played, like in the top five I anyway, mean, was in Ryan's, and I think it was a really quiet the Steve, not Stevens night, maybe the night after Stevens night, two um, thousand and sixteen or seventeen, and I think there was only twelve people there, but the twelve of them came down and all sat it's in a, a wrong semi-circle me, and it was yeah. just a chat. I've had a night like that, yeah, and, and it was just be
0: requesting songs like. Songs you play at home for yourself, yeah, yeah. and you go things, fuck, yeah, do things you you know that you that? say. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. I, I could
2: never gig this in the pub. I yeah. Yeah. can never do that. Yeah. But how
3: yeah. was that? How, how was everyone in there into maybe something a little bit more alternative? Well, here, I have here, no. Here's idea. a good
2: example. When you walk in the door, rains. The bar is on your right. You look up above the bar, and there's a big, massive framed fucking picture filling it. Rory Gallagher, Scott Gorm Gary Moore. Yeah, and that's it's, the vibe. It's
0: family owned. It is, and, and that's you know. That's straight away, that makes a difference. Yes. And then you've got the, you've Paul and The family, Jimmy, the uh, family uh, yeah. are into
1: music. I remember Absolutely. sitting at the bar one time, drinking a pint, and I was smoking. On, all right, all right. And you know, no, you wouldn't take it. But conversation behind me was about just uh, it was about um, uh, Quincy Jones's um, production techniques. All right. You know what? Like this was just a random conversation. As it turned around, it was uh, dots. Jim Robinson. <laughs> Jim, Jim Robinson, Jim, Jim like Robinson, Jim Robinson was talking yeah, yeah. to Jim yeah. Robinson is a jazz a jazz singer, uh, you should check him out, any listeners from Cove, and he was talking to I think it was that lad like Grady, the guitar player, Brian Brian O'Grady, yeah, yeah. and they were going deep, right, and uh, you know you wouldn't, it's not something you'd expect to hear yeah. in a in a in a pub, in a yeah, in yeah. Rural, in, kind of
2: kind of rural Ireland, yeah, yeah, um, no, there's a great atmosphere there, there's a great appreciation there, uh, good crew, good people, ran very well, tight ship. Yeah. Love the loved the place. Yeah.
1: Have you any outside of that any other standout gigs or things that you've done in your day that that's that jumps forward as a as a I positive suppose,
2: good memory? I suppose we can never fob off playing in the O2 in London. Myself, Sean Fral and Paul Hannon. Was Fuck that it. the country to country? Country festival? to country. Fucking laggers. after the gig obviously. Um, we had a we had a good time. It was a flash and bang game, it was tearing the road to Cork Airport at six in the morning because we had a gig at six o'clock in London. And it was, like, tearing the fucking road in a taxi in the old London at, like, 7 or 8 in the morning and whatever, and then getting back into the co for lunchtime. So it was a 24-hour ordeal. But we would a load of family and friends that came over because we were like,
1: oh, Jamie, in getting into to London.
2: Yeah. All right, lads. I'm playing my own songs, you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, what in was, fairness... What was that like, though, was that? Um, It was great. So we weren't in the main room. They had, like, the arena modular walls, whatever they are doing with that whole set up there. So we would have been playing in what was, like... Um, the half room Slash lobby If that makes sense Okay So they, they They modified The whole O2 To have so much stages So So many different artists you know? Multiple
1: stages yeah, yeah, yeah
2: I was fucking I was like a black sheep Over there in a bad way I was just I didn't suit The, the country to country at all Too heavy Not really um, yeah, Well yes If you use it as contrast So there was like um, I was on a stage Where uh, It was a great stage There was seriously Good bands there But they were pop country so
1: that
2: was, kind of Yeah It was just like Like when you say country To me I'm thinking like um, Banded country Yeah not even banded country Like Towns Van Zandt, uh Willie Nelson You know that's That's not banded country Banded country then is Fucking Chris Stapleton And yeah. um, You know Going Steve along the Orton, Outlaw like, yeah. yeah Outlaw That's like Outlaw country like I, I'm not I'm not referring to that um so it was very pop, it was very commercial, very modernised. I should have expected that because it's a commercial event in a, in one of the biggest commercial venues in the world. So but there should still be a variety there
1: that covers all the outs if yeah. it's, if you're having a country festival. Yeah.
2: So I think we were their hard guys. Which were we're not hard guys, you know? So yeah. well and we were we were kind of playing down the set list as well, so we weren't on, like once the Metallica roots start bleeding into yeah. the country has gone out the window it's so we were really playing it down. Um, so I ordered. Uh, what's the name? This is Sir Henry's London. Rang them before we went over. Lads, I need a Telecaster, right? Rental company, is yeah. it? Yeah, so a backline rental. I didn't want to be flying a guitar. Rang Sir Henry's. Uh, lads, I need a Telecaster. And I was told to ring you. And uh, my old boss, Mark Anderson, told me to ask for X, Y and Z. Can you get him for me, please? Hmm. Yeah, no bother. So he comes on the phone. I was going. Mark told me he'd be calling. I'm looking for a telly. Yeah, he said, I look after you. Grand job. So we arrived anyway to the, let's say, what? It's kind of their version of the green room. Side stage. Lads are having a chat. We're all getting pumped up. There's a good crew there now. There's a good four, three, maybe between three and four thousand in front of us. Yeah. Jesus. They gave me the impression they wanted to fucking go for it because it was very kind of like... I love my dad. <laughs> I love my dogs. I love reading. I ran Hogsland's baby that was the vibe all day you know okay. and then they, like the, the, the people on stage built up this guy right I can't even remember his name and uh, no offence to him Jesus he was brilliant to what he did we were on after him we were like the calm down mm-hmm. and it was all like lost my job lost my shirt <laughs> I've been rolling in the dirt every Sunday <laughs> <laughs> <you> know what? <laughs> Come on let's go So we went up there anyway We went straight I said Alright lads And they all kind of looked like Where's this accent from No I'm not from Father Ted <laughs> So We are a very different act To everything that's been here today Please make some noise For everything that's been on today Because they were all brilliant there, there was no denying They it. were
1: just very commercial They were
2: very country. polished I'd say they were working With a lot of people And they're all American too You know Like uh, Southern America I'd say there's a lot of them Working with agents And talent scouts And uh, songwriters And it's just all The fucking same shit I, I will never deny that They were all so similar But they're all so good So I kind of felt sorry for them You yeah. know Yeah. So I said we're nothing Like I said We're a bit A bit, bit wilder um, So please bear with us And If you have any requests Or want anything Just let us know and there was one fella just showed it up, just get fucking over it, mate, will ya? So I said, Grand, so we fucking will. <laughs> so we started like what was supposed to be our last song first, I think. Uh, Flying Colours. Oh, Flying Colours, <laughs> yeah. So that does go into the, the metal category. Uh, the category is small, but. One of the so started, Yeah, ones and he was kind of looking at me and he started headbagging and I was like, Grand, I'm after winning this guy now, I'm happy. know." And it was great, boy, there, it was Brilliant. You did Independence. You did. We did. Uh, yeah. You did the Our, Is this
0: your original stuff? You yeah,
2: original, yeah. Your own stuff. Yeah, I yeah. won't lie to you. I, I'm a big fan of Independence. I've played there loads. played there with Love Street, Mind Riot. I've played there with my own stuff. you with us? i played there with August Walk, yeah. Or August love Walk, I yeah. love going to Independence. I love what they do. I will always do my very best to support them. But me, the project that I was in playing at Independence was a waste of fucking time. Was it? It was a waste. Like there is no market over here, and that's why you have kind of dropped the ball on it. There is no market for what we were doing, you know. And there's an element to be wasting the lads' time. I kind of feel pushing it. We were only
1: we we were only talking about this last week. The original thing Mike was saying that the days of someone hearing an original band, liking them, supporting them from when they are in their infancy stage to develop them. That those days have nearly gone, like you know, they the have days of the days of, you know, going and buying a CD and tearing the inlay out of it and reading who's playing guitar, who's promoting who, you know. That's over, yeah. That doesn't. Make s- that was
2: one of my favorite things ever. before. Yeah, but you know?
1: the, the, the the thing about we had the meeting place in Middleton where bands like the Pale, big bunch of sticks, you know, yeah. they, they would, there was a touring network there for bands starting. There isn't now. There isn't no. There's D the network of original venues like. There's Mike DePoise in Dole, There's Whelan's in Dublin. Dolan's in, in, in Limerick. And Cypress Avenue in Cork. Rains and Cove. Rains and Cove. <laughs> if you're not, that's the circuit for everyone. But what about the bands who have maybe an EP out... And they want to get out gigging. They nearly, there, there nearly is nothing there for them now, is there?
2: it yeah, is I wouldn't say there's nothing, but there's kind of limited resources. Um, If you look at like, uh, again, yeah, I know Dots touched on it last week. There are clicks out there, and yeah, you do have to be in them. That's the reality of it. And, ooh, you can't say that. Yeah, I can't say that because it's the fucking truth. And if you have an issue with it, go talk to us. Did you ever click. play in Collins? Uh, I did. You did. Yeah, I did. Um yeah. I did and I enjoyed playing in Collins. Uh who was I playing with? I was in there one night and uh actually that's where I first met Jerome. Jerome Rimson. We gotta talk. I played with Malcolm. <laughs> I played with Malcolm, the Lost Gecko, Gecko in Collins. It was a great night. But
1: did did Jamie Stanton Getting uh, was it was it, were, I know you played drums with the last Gecko. Yeah, yeah. But was it a jam? Did you ever get a Jamie Stanton gig no, in there? No,
2: I don't. But I've never applied for one in Acharger, there either. And yeah. it comes back to me being like rendering what what the genre of stuff we did being fucking useless off here. It's just so yeah. It's it's just not, and it's not a bad thing either. It's just we have a different um, kind of. And it's not cult, like it's you know really niche. It's no. fairly. Uh, Accessible, like it's
1: very, it is, but you know, it, t- you know
2: that kind of southern outlaw meets hard rock and pop and metal, doesn't it? Just doesn't blend well. Go to Germany, different story, they're going to eat your life, you know. Yeah, go to so, the states, yeah. I, 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 I kind of disagree with that too. To a certain extent, i mean, been, I, I believe there would be certain areas in the states where you would have to start in order to snowball, mm. um, outside of them. Kind of fucking paddling up the stream without a paddle. Did you, you know? go?
0: Did you go to Germany? Did you go to England? Did I you don't know to
2: what. To... action I actually never gigged in 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 in. I know it was Berlin, right? It was my birthday was coming up. We were going to go myself and Becker were going to go away for a weekend. So I said, look, I'm after being offered so many gigs in Germany. It sounds so like too good to be true because even the wages were fucking really good. And they were, they were flying you in... They were getting you to the gig... Feeding you, watering you... You do the gig... They'll give you a bed... They'll give you breakfast... And then bring you to the next gig... And then once you're the next gig... They then take you over... And So there was a real uh, sense of ownership... For the music... It was really kind of like... Whoa... So I said to Becca this uh, is a bit um, just I, I didn't want to just jump in the deep end go to Berlin get fucked you know get yeah. fucked over and then we'd loads of money after paying for flights trains whatever I yeah. said do you know what we'll do we'll go over for a weekend there we'll go for a few days first and we went over there with the full ambition of exploring as much music as we can and it was happening all around you all over the city and the suburbs but we got stuck in the war trail
1: Oh yeah, I did that, yeah.
2: So I was intending to go see um, Inhaler and all of that. No, we did go to um, we went to Charlottenburg, a city suburb, and we went to the B Flat Jazz Lounge. Wow. Yeah. Oh boy, this was just mastery. Like I think I'd put. I, I remember going to see like bands like um, the Aristocrats, Dave Matthews Band, Do you know where Is the that musician? Um, Guthrie
1: Govan's band,
2: the Aristocrats. Yeah, yeah. Went did to know? see them. Yeah. Was uh, he there himself? He was. Yeah. Unreal. We saw him play live. I did. So that level of musicianship, you know, like peak, the top. These, these lads and the B flat jazz lounge were fucking like just. And it could just be kind
1: of a session, <laughs> an impromptu
2: it was, session. A, it was a host band, but they were a pretty big host band. I'd say there was about 15 of them, and they got up guests, and they kind of had this like lead MD on piano. Don't know what the fuck she was saying, because she was speaking in German, and I can only. The only German I know is like, du mich gefragt, und ich hab nichts gesagt." Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. So, um, yeah, but they were, they were so good. Like the even the the mind frame of them. I, I spoke to the, one of the percussionists very vaguely at the bar when I was going to get a drink because he'd a break for like five or six songs and he was getting like fifteen pints of water. And I was like, well done, man, that was great. And it, there was a language barrier thing. He was like, oh, thanks very much. And he, he was really embarrassed by the fact that he was being complimented. Yeah. So it's actually a thing there where you're not really meant to, meant to compliment them until the gig is over. Oh, so it's it's, kind of an, oh, should, yeah. it's actually kind of an insult type of thing to compliment yeah. them before the gig is over. Outside of your clapping and whistling. Yeah. I didn't know that, so I grabbed him afterwards and said, I'm sorry, I said, I'm from Ireland, we don't do that Like hey, you just compliment someone when you and he's like, No, no, you're fine, I didn't yeah. take it that way because it wasn't I was getting a dirty look off a woman behind or, or behind me when I was saying, Well done, man, Jesus, you're great. You're yeah. brilliant. Which he was, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um so that was actually the only proper musical experience in Berlin. You mentioned Inhaler there. Yeah, I was going to see them where they were weren't far from where we were staying. Uh, we were kind of we were in Alexanderplatz, but I never got to see them. Inhaler
1: are a band Bono's based son. in Dublin, and yeah. their singer is Bono's son, oh, yeah. uh, Elijah Eli Houston. Yes, yeah. Now I've met them. I've met him. Yeah,
2: I've met them in Independence as well. Yeah, um, good guys. And
1: I want to tell a story about it, uh, what I found really interesting. So we were playing in, we were doing a cover gig in the Old Oak the Harleys. And upstairs was inhaler and we were setting up and uh one hour was there took us up to see upstairs you know and to show us and we actually caught the start of the gig before we had to come down and do our own soundtrack and play our own gig but at the end of the night we were all loading out at the same time uh the crowd had dispersed and we were loading into our van and their van was next to our van and i was talking to eli bono's son and uh we shook hands and we were talking how did the gig go and blah blah blah. And I got to talking with him about, you know, why are you fucking here? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I got to talk. Like, <laughs> I have to fucking. Why are you fucking playing in Cypress Avenue? You're Bono's son. Like, he you know what I mean? You really have to be like. Here. You know, you don't. And he goes, "Well, it's funny you should say it." He said it, He told me as plain as day. He said, "I could go on tour in a support slot with, you, with my dad." Or right, like you know, but my dad wants me to go out in a van and do it, and go up and down the country yeah. and play in these places yeah. and learn my trade without, which I thought was very normal. It is, you know. Yeah. Now our van at the time was a zero four Opel barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Their fucking was van wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was fucking. <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah. That was a thing for me as well I was on a Monday. I was always destroyed Because like sometimes I would have did like a 2 o'clock And then Henny's going to me Do a 5 o'clock
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> <5 o'clock, laughs> going you know, like that to yeah? you? were Fuck
2: off And then I'd be like No I'm not doing a 5 o'clock Because I, I have a 2 o'clock And I have a gig again half i You'll be fucking <laughs> right You'll end the time Fucking know, good do. Henny impression Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you do <laughs> your, I, your juice. Juice. I have a juicy one Phil. Yeah You do your 3 gigs then On a Sunday And you get home At like I don't know 1 in the morning By the time you've loaded out And got 4 kebabs And then you wake up On Monday And you're like Oh Oh, sore. Oh, your throat is sore. Oh, stinging. Your fingers are stinging. Your eyes Problem. are stinging. Your left shoulder is fucked because you've been hanging a big, dirty, fucking, heavy guild full of mocking suds <laughs> on <off> your shoulder <laughs> for like, collectively six hours a day. Your horse for a few days. And it's like th- th- there's like a mental decomposition smoked of. Smoked 100 fags.
1: Yes, yeah, that's the other th- thing. That has its toll on And yeah.
2: then there was like, yeah, I'm, go, I'm on geek two now, I'm moving to geek three today. Uh, I'm going to have three or four more fags than I would have had <laughs> because they will give me that husky thing where I can move from falsetto to chesswise easier. And I won't be fucking screaming and tearing my voice into the mic. So there's an element to that too. I used to yeah.
3: kind of like Monday mornings after a heavy weekend. I was weekend. just going yeah. to say. I, I had a kind of a close. glow of, I made a few bob. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of pretty fucking alright. But it's yeah. Monday and I have a lot of work done. There's a lot of lads waking up now going to sites at 8 o'clock.
2: That's the other side of it, scraping yeah. Scraping yeah. fucking.
3: Shit fucking off a barrel, yeah. Frost off the fucking handle of the shovel. Like. And exactly I, I, I the same. I've always ta- counted my lucky stars that yeah. I've four gigs done. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be weeks' wages made, And maybe probably more than the boys like. That's the thing, sometimes yeah. we forget. It's and a privileged f- position. It is. I'm in by the fire, I'm in out of the weather.
1: Yeah. For the most part.
0: Yeah. But sometimes it's so I'd true. wake up and, it, like, that hangover feeling, and there'd be no drink, drink, drink. There wouldn't have to be any drink. But you'd wake up, up and, like and you'd be that. like, just, you'd be fucked. Like, you'd yeah. be like this kind
1: of guilt. <sighs> Stingy but eyes. Then, I'll tell you, And
0: then you'd open the wallet and you'd yeah. yes, yeah. That is I'll is tell you,
1: lads, yes. the big difference is this. I loved Mondays after gigging. I loved the more I used to live for the Monday after gigging because me wallet it was full. I used to go down to bands at opening time. I how was the gigs <laughs> at the weekend? They were <laughs> fucking brilliant. Then I had we had I personally, but we had children. Yeah. Now I don't like the Monday, but before the kids came along, it was fucking great Actually, because yeah. you could have that a hangover. Hand really yeah, different, yeah. but. Now, if you're out and you're tired and you are still yeah. have to open up at 6 o'clock and you're doing it, that's the game changer. Yeah. I'd, I'd like say
3: this now, that like when I was if, on Sunday night, on, you know, I might do two on a Sunday, so I'd go out Sunday evening at 3 o'clock. And I would be kind of low, but Megan would always text me then on the way to the gig, Megan, to the wife. She'd say, thanks for working so hard for us. She would not. She would. So I'd have done maybe, I could be in Kinsale Wednesday, and I'd have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two Sunday.
2: And cook, we were trying to get yeah. a few bob together for the house, and I'd go to back plumbing then, to plumbing
3: then, plumbing then, whatever days were free. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she'd fucking text me because I knew then I'd get that for the gig. I'd go grand. I and a bit to of, any man, oh, just the batteries then, because she's she's got my back. Then like, yeah, that's it's enough boost, to be working with her yeah. coming home to kind of nearly apologizing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I great support. You see, you're, you've not, you're not. carrying though, the guilt. Then you're not yeah. carrying around. I guilt floated though. through the last two gigs on Sunday when I got texts like that. Yeah, and it could be, oh, well, it right.
1: uh, could be shit gigs. It doesn't matter. The fucking it's, it's, made a, it's appreciated. There's a higher and purpose there. Like, yeah, isn't it's appreciation It's, in a, it's relationship, a relationship. It's, the, yeah. it's a game changer. It's oh, it all about
3: yeah. that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's a lot of music too. Is about appreciation too, isn't it? You need something
1: back. Yeah, it can't go all one way. It can killer otherwise. Like that's what I think.
2: My biggest problem was the last two years of gigging solo. I was stuck in a rut. I was gigging the same places, the same songs, same crowds. I was okay. getting nothing back. Yeah. I was getting nothing. And as people say, oh, musicians, are,
1: you know, you don't be a fucking attention seeker. Isn't that really what a mu- <laughs> <laughs> musicians are? Kind, is kind, is kind of, really. of is, like, you your You're up like, on the stage, yeah. you want people to say that was good, you want it to go down well, you want them to enjoy themselves and you want to go home.
0: But sure, why do the lads driving... Formula One cars retire and get into a fucking NASCAR racing. It's the adrenaline. It's the fucking. Yeah. They're not it's doing the it. money it. made. Yeah. It's
2: the. Like, it's the satisfaction. The it's adrenaline. the same. Yeah. yeah. Just, if you're into
0: music <coughs> and you you are lucky enough to start gigging or playing, and people enjoy it, and you get a banger of a night there, and it's fucking hopping, and the adrenaline, you can, you go home and you can't sleep. Yeah. Try and stop that For two and three weeks to, You get itchy feet It's very, very quick, easy To sit here yeah.
1: and, and, and we've all done it and, and we can go Fucking shit gigging Fucking pubs And punters wreck my head And they do And, and we do that But lads Do you ever remember Fucking uh, sitting on a couch Not being able to sleep Because you had such a Fucking belt on Yeah I was one of the upside down up, six fellas <laughs> you're, you're up getting a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Jamie, I'm telling you, will you do you're fucked you can't you can't play the guitar. You're a fantastic guitar player, you're a good band, you're a great banjo player, mandolin player, piano player, tin whistle player, but you can't play. We we usually have a session we usually do something with, uh, musical when we have a guest on.
2: You can play the mandolin, can you? Well I suppose I could, yeah. Like all I have to do yeah. is this.
3: It's up to you
1: What would you if like to do?
0: If it doesn't cause a yelp In the middle of Yeah Rolling with pain And I'll <laughs> explain <a> <laughs> to your wife That we fucked And I injured know, you yeah, even more yeah. like
1: You know Every
3: day eh? If it's you're listening right,
1: okay. yeah. We'll figure it out there We'll like, figure like, yeah, it out there
0: Yeah. pause yeah. so You want to go for a fag? Go on Yeah, yeah. I do go into
2: my hometown, But we're a Yeah Yeah I have a so I got me a job ahead of down the down road. Got me a job off every road. So I made me a mistake. I went much too far. But now I know what the lonesome blues are I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling blue I need someone to talk to feeling sad, I'm feeling blue I need someone to talk to, yeah But let me tell you, let me tell you Let me tell you what I'm going to!
0: Fuck it lad, like, that was brilliant, Jamie. I mean, that's Happy fucking days. look. Yeah. I play in a band with you. I in mean, August, we're in August. What? I played. I play in your pub. I played those sessions, which I've seen you play your own gigs, and I knew fuck all about you practically till tonight. And that's why we're kind of doing this. But thanks for coming down. And about Cheers it. having me, and
2: thanks I'm, I'm down looking forward to hearing everyone else as
1: well that's uh, just coming down. One last question, you, yeah, Jamie? Where's the best kebab shop in Ireland? <laughs>
2: Mmm, There's a place in Dublin called Iscander So we leave it at that There we go Thanks for coming up Thanks
0: Hey there, thanks for tuning in to this episode Of It's All Music Podcast With Kerry, Henny and Corky Produced by me, Dave Quirk. Executive produced by me, Dave Quirk. Theme music by me, Dave Quirk. Incidental music by me, Dave Quirk. Talent booking by Owen Hennessy. Tea making and venue setup, Mike Carey. Yep. We're doing all this ourselves. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for us? Email us at itsallmusicpodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to It's All Music Podcast on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Dave Quirk production in association with ACAST.
1: Hey there, and thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with Carey, Henny, and Quirky. We're blown away by your support. The It's All Music podcast is a completely independent, self finance venture. If you enjoy what we're doing and you enjoy listening, you can support us by heading over to our Patreon page and subscribing for 3 euros a month. If you don't have three euros a month, don't stress. You can still listen to the podcast and you can support us by sharing our content on your social media pages.